Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the 69th Psalm. Psalm 69. And it's another psalm where David's crying out to the Lord and saying, Lord, deliver me. That's sort of the theme that we've been looking at here of late. Uh, how we can call upon the Lord in the midst of trials and tribulations and circumstances and distress, times of questioning, times when we think, God, what is happening to things? We sort of live in a time like that right now, which uh, quite often people think is just the end of all times, but it really isn't, folks. We still are blessed beyond measure. And uh, compared to the peoples of history, <laughs> we live lives that they never could have imagined, right? But th- there, are, there are hard times, and we see principles here, and we see how we are to respond to things, okay? David used various terms, like in the 14th verse, he said, Lord, deliver me. You know, deliver me from my foes. Deliver me from the deep waters. Deliver me from the flood of waters. Deliver me from the pit. Remember that he said, don't let that pit swallow me up. Then in the 16th verse, he says, Lord, answer me, answer me. He had been crying out to the Lord. Uh, The first verse of this psalm, he said, God, save me. But he was saying, answer me. And he says, God, I know you're going to answer me according to the greatness of your compassion, according to your love and kindness. I know you're going to turn to me. And I know this is all for good. But then in the 17th verse, he said, God, don't hide your face from me. It's not like he was feeling abandoned or anything, but he wanted the Lord to move. He says, I'm in distress. Answer me quickly. <clears throat> Twice he says that. Verse 16 and 17. Lord, answer me. Answer me quickly. And then the last verse we looked at in the previous episode, verse 18, he said, Oh, draw near to my soul and redeem it. <clears throat> Ransom me because of my enemies. So he wasn't talking about from the point of view that he needed ransoming within the spiritual realm. He's saying, Rescue me, ransom me from these enemies right here, but redeem my soul. My soul is distracted here, Lord. My soul is distressed. Draw near to me. And then in verse 19, he picks up an idea that he'd already confessed before. He said, Lord, you know my reproach. You know my shame. You know my dishonor. All my adversaries are before you. And so he says this earlier. He said, God, you know all my sins. You know my reproach. You know what I have done. Lord, you know what's coming against me now. You know the ones that are reproaching me now. You know the shame that's coming against me now. You know what they are saying to dishonor me. He says, all my adversaries are before you. All those that are bringing hostility and persecution and trouble and affliction. Have you ever thought about that? That the things that are afflicting us, the things that come against us, those little things that rub us the wrong ways, the, the things that cause us trouble at work and all that, The Lord knows all that. He knows all of our adversaries. He knows what's there. Verse 20, he says this, Reproach has broken my heart, and I am so sick. And, you know, you you read that and you think reproach, and that's one of those words that we know what it means, but then you say, well, what does it really mean? You know, and it carries the idea of this, that he's being scorned. He's literally being taunted by the evil ones. And he says, this scorn and this taunting and this belittling, it's broken my heart. He said, I am sick. 
he's heart sick. It literally means that he was sick. He said, I am sick of this stuff. And the heart is the idea of the inner man, okay? Verse 20, he continues, And I looked for sympathy, but there was none. And for comforters, but I found none. So he says, my heart has been broken over all the scorn, over this taunting. I look for sympathy, but there's nobody. I look for comforters. There's nobody. Nobody's here to comfort me, Lord. Verse 21. They also gave me gall for my food. And for my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. Whoa, does that sound sort of familiar right there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's elements of the psalm right here which are foreshadowing what the Lord Jesus Christ went through in various points of time in his life, particularly on the cross, gave me vinegar to drink for his thirst. There's pictures of that. (laughs) Verse 22, may their table before them become a snare. And when they are in peace, may they become a trap. (laughs) Whoa. He's saying these folks that are scorning me, that are belittling me, let that table that they think that they have gained, that they're so excited about gathering around because of their abundance, may that be a snare. The peace that they think that they have attained now because of the way they're treating me, Lord, make that a trap for them. Verse 23, may their eyes grow dim so that they cannot see and make their loins shake continually. So he's saying, may they just age And may they age ungracefully right here. May they go dark in their eyes. Their eyes grow dim. That's what I was talking about. And may their loins shake. What do you think that might mean? (laughs) Loins shake. Let me see what loins means. I mean, I know one thing. that Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, It's their hips. May their hips shake continually. In other words, may they wobble. May they become weak in their wobbling. Verse 24, it says, Pour out your indignation on them. And may your burning anger overtake them. So you see David do this in the Psalms when he's talking about his enemies and what's going on. He he pours out his heart of his status and what he's feeling like. And he's saying, God, rescue me. God, redeem me. Lord, help me. Come to answer me. And then he'll sit there and describe what these uh, people have done to scorn him, to, to attack him. Uh, and some of the Psalms we saw in the 7th, 22nd Psalm, they're trying to kill him, that kind of thing. And then he comes along and says, God, fetch him. God, get them. God, sick them. Come after them. Here, pour out your indignation on them, and may your burning anger overtake them. Verse 25, may their camp be desolate. May none dwell in their camp. Why is that? Last verse of the day, verse 26. For they have persecuted him who you yourself have smitten. And they tell of the pain of those whom you have wounded. That's interesting. Let me read that again. For they have persecuted him, the small h, whom you yourself, as the Lord, have smitten. And they tell of the pain of those whom you have wounded. Remember how he was talking about how they made fun of him when he was in sackcloth and ashes and things like that? We saw that earlier in the psalm right here. He's saying they are persecuting me and persecuting people when you were the one that smitten us. In other words, Lord, you are judging me. Okay. There's pain that is coming because of a faithful wound of a friend. <coughs> one of the Proverbs has a phrase that talks about exactly that. And he says, in the midst of that pain, 
that has come from the Lord because the Lord is bringing a little corrective thing right here that they are persecuting. And then they come and they tell of that pain. They're talking about that. He says, Lord, you deal with them. Bring forth your indignation upon them. Bring forth your burning anger upon them. I tell you what, this is a good picture for us of how to respond when we encounter things like this, when people come against us, when enemies come against us, even uh, uh, loved ones and friend, uh, friends and family members, when we have things like this, of how to respond. May we respond likewise. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you next episode. Goodbye.